You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. There is a place where time stands still, where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and you go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. Hi everyone, this is Annie for Showreel on 3CR, your community radio station. Hope you're okay. The hard lockdown in Victoria is like being caught in an Ursula Le Guin novel, a defined environment with complex social nuances stalking the mind. But we will get through this one step at a time. During Showreel, we focus on Australian filmmakers and technicians, which during COVID lockdown has taken an interesting turn, like everything else. This week, we feature a project coming out of Signal, a Melbourne City Council idea, which has developed a creative studio for people between the ages of 13 and 25 years of age. They do lots of work in lots of mediums, but today we are focusing on creativity in confinement, a film production produced by young women and non-binary folk from scratch, guided by experienced filmmakers. I got to speak to Hannah Moore, who was one of the mentors during the project. Can you give me an idea of a, a background to the project? Sure. So Signal, which is the youth arts branch of City of Melbourne, had some funding to do a workshop uh, over summer with young uh, women and non-binary folk to make films. And Kate LaFoe, another filmmaker, and myself ran that. And each young person learnt to write, shoot and edit a short film within the space of two weeks and then they presented that, which was fantastic. And off the success of that, uh, Signal wanted to continue the opportunity for the young people to make films and, and decided that they could do a collaborative documentary. And I then went on to facilitate that and the young people decided they wanted to make something about creativity and we started preparing to to film interviews with different creative practitioners and and then COVID happened. Yeah. So we decided to adapt and we're all adapting right now. So to continue making the documentary but to make it about the how creative people were coping and creating in in isolation, lockdown, confinement, captivity, <laughs> um, versions of that, and and so we did weekly kind of classes online about how to interview 
people and um, the questions that you might ask and um, the ins and outs of recording on Zoom and and then about how to edit those and each person, each young person generally filmed one to two interviews and then edited them or each other's and then we brought them together and made a, a compilation 10-minute documentary, which all, all the films are on the Female Futures website. Wow, that's great. Uh, and it, because because it's uh, – well, let, let's begin with uh, one of the things that was important was reinforcing uh, and developing the skills of uh, women as well as non-binary, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was um, a big focus of the uh, both workshops. And the workshop that we did in summer – was there was a, a theme for all of the short films, um, which was um, what does a gender equal future look like to you? And uh, each of the young people could could take that and and run with it in whatever way they chose. And we got some there were some really interesting and diverse films that came out of that. But the idea of kind of having a space that that was for young women and non-binary folk was important because, like many industries, film is dominated often, well, certainly dominated by um, men um, at all levels and in all areas of pre-production and post-production. So, and we noticed, Kate and I, that um, in our own training and experience that women and non-binary folk are often outside of the the technical roles especially and there's a reluctance to to step into those and and that starts you know in film school when when especially some of the more confident um males often it is will will step forward and um and assume those roles as cinematographer or um, gaffer, which is, is lighting, or grip, which is moving the camera. And um, and some of the, or often, the women and non-binary folk get left behind. So if we could create a space where it was only them, then they had to take on those roles and they felt comfortable too. And, and that's exactly what happened. Because it, it's about social and cultural barriers isn't it and it's really about confidence confidence yeah confidence Certainly. yeah and that and that that needs to be nurtured you know at these really uh, early stages of a person's creative career I think um and, and we saw that like their confidence and we were really it was really important to us that each young person made their own film um, for those reasons, and and uh, when we presented them, one of them had said, you know, got up and spoke in front of a large crowd and said that before the two week workshop, they never would have gotten up and spoken in front of a large group of people. And it's a it's kind of an interesting correlation that making a creative product is was the thing that that brought out their confidence. But I think that's about you know, there being a space for their voice and their story and and then being able to create a, a product, for want of a better word, that 
exists out in the world. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Their their public uh, e expression is actually takes on a, um, a a life of its own, separate from themselves, which is uh, very important. Yeah, yeah, very important. Definitely, because then the uh, an audience can then engage in those stories and identities, I suppose. And, and when we're not seeing as many films directed by women or non-binary people, then um, audiences aren't, aren't as used to those different voices. But if we can create space and present those stories, then that starts to shift the whole landscape just at a grassroots level, but that's where it starts. I want to go to parties. Also want good grades I wanna finish high school Scared of making my mistakes I wish for you to take interest But only when I want I could be pretty baby Bronze teeth and confidence
Queen Victoria Women's Centre is calling all craftivists to join us and make a fuss. Make a Fuss is a crowdsourced, craftivist project looking for submissions on the theme of women's silence. If you've experienced a time when you didn't want to make a fuss, why not get crafting and make some noise? For more information, go to qvwc.org.au and click on Make a Fuss. Submissions close August 19th. Queen Victoria Women's Centre is a 3CR supporter. You're on Showreel with Annie on 3CR, your community radio station. We're in the middle of a yarn with Hannah Moore who worked on the Creativity and Confinement Project coming out of Signal Creative Studio for young people set up by Melbourne City Council on North Bank in the city. Let's keep going with our chat with Hannah. What did you find in the uh, types of material that people came up with? Tell me about the diversity. Was there diversity? Certainly, because there were, um, I mean, diversity is an interesting word and um, I I sometimes don't know know how to uh, consider it. But I think in this instance, there there was the young people were all very um, individual and from different backgrounds and, um, and they worked from, from there. Um, experiences so yeah there were some very light films and and then there were uh, almost you know hard-hitting short documentaries where they'd go out and interview people on the street and some of that was quite confronting about what why people think there aren't as many um, women and non-binary people in the in the film industry or winning Oscars Um, and yeah, sure. Animation, definitely, definitely a lot of diversity there. Oh, that's interesting. Animation. Yeah, you know. Well, I suppose I'm using that pretty loosely, but a bit of stop motion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I understand. I understand. So they they uh, decide they explored the actual technical uh, capabilities of the medium that they were working in. That's what you're saying. They really did. Yeah, they really. You know, there were dramas. Um, short dramas, some of them are acting in them, uh, use of green screen and effects and things like that and voiceover. So, yeah, they really just got creative. Yeah, yeah, which is very exciting for you. That's exciting for you. (laughs) Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's so wonderful to see, just to be surprised, I think. And you're surprised. You you can never guess what's going to come out of people. You just need to create that space and opportunity, um, yeah, and, and um, try and break down the barriers to people coming to film, for instance, and and then they'll, yeah, people are interested and, and have stories and, and if they're drawn to it, they generally have something that they want to share or tell. So, uh, as, as a person who was basically audience by the time they all had their stuff in order, did you find uh, one that it was refreshing and interesting? And also, were you confronted, you know, as an audience person? As an audience, uh, it's hard when you see the process. <laughs> so they weren't they. None of the films were a surprise to me because I had had been there throughout the the development scripting process and and then helping them film and things like that. But um, 
I think I think the surprise comes at the when they share their ideas with you, and I suppose then when you see how that uh, their their vision kind of come to life. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely, and surprise actually at some of their their skills and also their capacity to learn really quickly. Uh, there were you know a number of people who had never edited anything before, and they you know, they edited these short films in a couple of days. And then and then in the second workshop um, with the Zoom interviews that, that were recorded, they stepped in and edited those as well. Oh, that's good, that's good. The other thing I was going to find out about was that uh, because of the... Um because of COVID, uh, I, I noticed that one of your participants actually was from China and had to go back there. So using technology was it made it possible for people who were quite far flung to be involved. That's right. And that's what I, as soon as um, the lockdowns happened and, and we kind of had to take a moment to reconsider the, the form and what we were doing and if it would go ahead, I was quite excited by that and, and trying to share that with the young people that there's kind of a greater accessibility to to talk to people. Um, one, because people are at home and two, because if you're interviewing via Zoom, um, it it doesn't matter where people are. And it meant that, yeah, that, that participant who went back to China could they actually did an interview with a friend of theirs also in China and edited a couple of, of the other interviews as well and, and that was no problem. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's pretty exciting, I think. There are some uh, positives. Um, in terms of uh, encapsulating the whole thing, you know, like titles and uh, intro and outro and um, music even, was... Uh, is mm. that something that uh, the group came up with or is that something that you guys uh, helped them with? So, yeah, I definitely um, I helped with that and that was just just a practical thing. But we, what we did was you can... We're having our, our meetings on Zoom and then bringing it all together, I just kind of did the finishing touches and one of the um, young people designed the um the title um which was great and and one of the uh young people did the little gifts that are on the website of it looks like a, a zoom call when everyone's just kind of waiting there and then uh i shared my screen over zoom and and went over there we went over the collaborative oh, sorry the compilation documentary together and so um I was kind of pulling it together and teaching as I went through that um, and and getting feedback and, and then we were just redrafting that way. But it was all it was new to all of us. So we're all just kind of trying to figure out how to how to best do this. But it was good. It was it seemed to work, which is nice. So it's on a website. Tell us about the website because that's the platform, isn't it? It is. And um I think there's really kind of exciting innovation happening in terms of using websites as a in a conceptual and creative way and and this is um you know, playing into that. So it's femalefutures.org.au and 
on there you can see the short films that uh, the young people made in the summer workshop and then that uh, that kind of summer short and then there's creating in confinement which is the the series that we've done um, during COVID with each the individual interviews of, of nine different artists from different um, creative practices and and then there's a a, a compilation, a 10-minute compilation documentary there as well. So this is potentially going to be bigger than Ben-Hur eventually? Yeah, we can just keep building on it and uh, and sharing it. And I think there's something, you know, we, we need to create community at this moment in time and, and this is a, a way of doing that, I think. And creativity definitely is a um, survival tool and, and, and it helps us navigate how we, how we get through and how we, you know, can find connection and beauty and surprise and, and it's, it's definitely going to, you know, it enriches our lives and, and enriches the experience. It can be a bit tricky for all of us at the moment. Most definitely. The um, I know that uh, this is maybe on a bit after this event that you've got, but you've got an event on Monday night, which is uh, a panel. Is it, is it a Zoom, a live Zoom with all the different people? Yeah. Tell me. Yes, that's right. So we're having um, a Zoom panel with... Uh, there will be um, the... Two of the interviewees in the in the collaborative um, project and creating in confinement, um, uh, Ketchy and Yandel, and and then two of the young people, Alex and Violet, and um, moderated by Samira um, from Signal. That's a yeah. Um, also, uh, would you ever do it again? Will you do it again? Oh, definitely. And and I think you know and. I'd, we'd try something different, I think, the next time. Uh, I don't know what that would be. But I think I quite like actually the barriers that are removed filming um, this way, filming via Zoom. The technical barriers, you know, you don't need equipment, you don't need um, locations. and, And so there's a focus just on interviewing and connection to to that person and their story which is which is really good for young filmmakers and young documentary makers especially it's a bit like radio that's right exactly <laughs> you can help a lot <laughs> have a lot to share thanks for talking to me yeah my absolute pleasure thanks so much Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you want to see Creativity in Confinement or the other film in the series, go to www.femalefutures.org.au femalefutures.org.au And more power to their arm. Tune in next week. Keep safe. And veil Ralph Knight, a 3CR compatriot who has passed away I feel personally bereft by his death. He he was a great chatterer at our station duty spot on a Saturday. We'll miss you, Ralph. Everyone else, keep calm, keep happy. Cheers. 
Let's listen to Courtney Barnett in solidarity with creative spirits.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.